0: Are you ready kids? Hi, aye, aye, Captain. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Welcome to the Super Coach Co-Captains podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the SuperCoach Co-Captains Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dano, and with me, as always, we have Pato. Welcome, Pato.
1: Yes, hello, Dano. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another week. Um, Yeah, like, hope you've enjoyed the buy so far, Dano, because shit is about to get real. And if anyone owns a certain Geelong rookie, um, it's already starting to look real.
0: Yeah, fucking Nev Daddy, fucking hell, getting dropped. Anyway, we'll go on to the weekly winner, Pato, and it was Steven with his <laughs> with his team Stiffy Stars. With I a love solid, it. I love it. With a solid score of two thousand two hundred and thirteen. Who did he have, Pato?
1: So yeah, had some pretty highly scoring primos from this week. So I had the likes of Sicily, Ridley, Sinclair in defence. A couple of pods in Chera and Libba in his midfield, which is great. Yeah. Until next week, Uh, and led as well. Everyone has led. Everyone should have led. And butters and dunks up forward. So yeah, it just shows a couple of. Different picks to everyone else can absolutely help you win um, a group, and and might help you nudge the weekly win as well. Because especially in a week like this week, where I feel like everyone got every somewhere between sort of twenty one hundred to twenty two hundred.
0: So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now injuries and suspensions. Um, you've missed a bloke on here, but I'm going to put him in with James Sicily. So you got Ryan Mansell and James Sicily, both suspended and both got three weeks. Did they, Pato? But they're both appealing.
1: Let's. Let's be real, Dano. Nobody gives a fuck about Ryan Mansell getting suspended for three weeks. Sicily is the obvious one, and I'm sure yep. this will come up a couple of times, this podcast, Dano. Um, so three weeks, but it's really fucking awkward for any owners because they have announced that they are appealing that decision. However, Hawthorne have the buy this week, so they have set that appeal date for next Monday. That's atrocious. Which fucking sucks for Super Coach and Fantasy and whatnot because – if you knew Cicely was going to miss four weeks, you would trade him out now and you'd probably target someone that's already had their buy, whereas there's a chance that he could get off and only miss his buy, which you knew he was going to miss anyway. So I'm sure – I haven't looked at the questions, Dana. I'm sure we've got a James Cicely question, so we'll probably hold it for then, but very yep. tough decision to make there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sean Darcy, Um Hammy one week apparently. Um So if you held him, sweet, I guess
1: yeah this isn't a new injury obviously this was just an update they were planning for him to play this week but they've said he almost got up but they just want to see another week of training so hopefully he gets up for next week i was one that tr- that held on to him dano and he will come in very handy for that round 15 bye if he plays if not i'll probably have to trade him off but yep big shrek should should come back in just in time for the the horrible buy.
0: yeah oyson mullen uh, a doctor one to two weeks pato wrote on here don't go early on rookies but this motherfucker did go early on one collingwood rookie so shut up <laughs>
1: collingwood rookie
0: yeah didn't you go early on oh fuck what was his name oh jesus no, I,
1: brought, I brought in harry arnold last week
0: oh true okay
1: i thought you went when he had his when he had his buy. um yeah okay Hopefully debuts this week, so that would be handy. Um, no, I don't even have – I've only got one Collingwood player in my team, Dano, and that is, of course, Disco Dacos. But, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't even think he would have played even if he was healthy, Dano, honestly, with the names yeah. that they have uh, just in the outs, I reckon he would have got dropped anyway. So maybe this is just a way of them – saying that he's got a little bit of a niggle and that's why he's not playing rather than saying that he has been dropped. But yeah, I mean, with the age profile of that list, he's every chance to come back <laughs> in the next week or two anyway. So just, yep. just remember him. And if he gets named, he's on the
0: bubble. Yeah, man. Hugh McCluggage concussion one to two weeks. Yeah. Hoping
1: that this is good news for Harry Sharp, although probably not.
0: Yeah. No, nah, probably not. Uh, we're not going to do waiting in the wings this week because there was a lot of trash. So we'll just go rookie trading options. Um,
1: yeah, speaking so, of a lot of trash.
0: Yeah, there's not much. Um Lewis Malickin, one <laughs> seventy-two k defender, seventy average, minus thirty-nine break-even from the Swannies.
1: It's really weird that this is probably the best rookie option this week. Yeah, it's yeah it, it, career career high super coach score last week for an eighty-seven. Uh, that was of course with no Dane Rampy in the team. Dane Rampey returned, and Malickin went down to fifty-two. So. Honestly, yeah. the scoring doesn't even really matter, I don't think. Uh, the price is a little bit awkward at 172K, but, I mean, if he's named, I think you're pretty confident. However, um, I think this isn't just me trying to wish it into existence. Harry Arnold may come in. He had 24-odd touches on the weekend and sort of eight t- eight marks and played sort of a, an intercepting role. So he could come in for a Malikin. Um, Obviously, we'll wait for team news. But if named, I think Malikin is fairly safe, Dana. What do you reckon?
0: No, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Harry Arnold bandwagon. As we, when we discussed him, um, when he got picked up in the mid-season, um, he's just like that Harris Andrews type. And I don't, yeah, I, I just can't see Lewis Mellican staying in the team. Aren't they cousins? Are they? I'm pretty sure they're cousins. Oh, fucking random fact for you all there. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Harvey Harrison, 123k forward, 55 average, minus 37 break even. This is who I thought you traded in, Pato, um, a bit early. No, so no. But he's got the buy this week. Um, so you can at least hold off for a round um before knowing if he plays in round 15.
1: Yeah, I think if you're gonna bring in a rookie that has the buy this weekend, it's clearly going early on marriage. Because, I mean, it's uh, physically impossible for anyone with two working legs to get dropped from that team. uh, Harrison did look all right, though. And I think with a couple of the injuries that they've had, he may hold his spot, but it is risky. Obviously, Collingwood are pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the last one we got is Josh Faye, 126K defender, midfielder, 26 average, two break even. Finally got a full game, Paddo, got a 54, didn't get subbed out. Um, that was actually Ryan Angwin that got subbed out from off the top of my head. Um, yep. So I I actually feel like, and this is why I was talking about during the season, um, that Angwin will be pushed out and Fahey will stay in. I'm still standing by that. So I actually think of the three of these, Josh Fahey will probably end up being the safer one, but that's not to say the motherfucker's not going to get subbed or be a sub risk at all.
1: See my my concern would be Dana, and you're the Giants man, obviously. So you'd be more pressed to to discuss this. But I look at the injury list, Dana, and I see Isaac coming as is a test. Correct. I see Josh that Kelly. Phil Davis is going to get two weeks away. Brent Daniels one week away. He's best twenty two. We love yep. him. Josh Kelly is a test for this weekend. So is Sam Taylor, and I mean Jacob Wears probably not going to come straight into the the ones. Nope. Um, but nope. Sam Taylor is obviously the best fallback on that list, and coming is the first choice as well. So someone gets squeezed out there, and, and we'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about a certain trade in option, Dano.
0: Ah, uh, yes.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I feel like say he probably makes way eventually, and that's why I don't love it. And he's also got the round fifteen pie, which just fucking sucks.
0: Yeah, um, I I feel like of the three of them, he's probably the safer one. Harvey Harrison close second, but in saying that, we've only got three rookies on this rookie list, and they're not screaming out, "Pick me!"
1: Well, here's here's a question for you, Dato? Yep. If someone like Harry Arnold is named this week, who has already had so the Swans have already had their buy, yeah? Would you say he's a better trading option than Malik and Harrison or Fahey? Oh. And I know it goes against everything that that the Supercoach Bible says, but...
0: I'd say I can't can't hype a dude up more. Like, I've hyped up Faye, but we're we're hyping up Harry Arnold a lot. He's not going to be like that 100 guy, but he's going to be solid enough, I reckon, that he can stay in that Sydney team.
1: Because Blakey's going to come out. He's going to miss at least one with concussion.
0: It's just a matter of would they just chuck Harry Arnold straight in? Yeah, and who makes way? Like, does Malikan
1: come out? Do they play a little bit taller than they have been? They've got to try something, let's be real, but we'll, that's yeah. going off topic.
0: Yeah.
1: It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Um, it's worth noting that McCartan, um, that is Tom, the one that will play footy again, um, is oh. still listed as TBC with his concussion. I know. And that's been, what, two months, as it know, six weeks? I don't know. Fuck.
0: What? Oh, uh, the one that will continue on with his football career.
1: I mean um, that with all due respect. I do feel yeah. for Paddy McCartan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 go back to your question. If Harry Arnold was to debut, I I would honestly, If I feel like you don't have to trade down this week if you don't want to.
1: So some people might be looking at a situation where they've only got 13 or 14 players next week. And they may be trying to get a head start on getting some guys that play next week. Yeah. Okay. That's the situation. A lot of people find themselves in. Maybe people jumped on Wardlaw, Ford. Maybe they have Will Phillips. There's three North Melbourne players, right? Right there. Yep. You know, like people, people may have to start making those sort of trades this week. Like I'm, I'm trading out Patrick Cripps this week. I finally had enough.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, If we go back to the, Okay, if we go back to the Fahey thing, I'm just going to quickly whip up the team that actually played on the weekend.
1: You played wing. Just bear with me. We are <laughs> so players. Oh, that I just was- while you're while you're looking that up, I'm sorry, Dana. So we got some news going back a segment. We got some news about Jack Steele. Since I did the run sheet, that oh, he no. has been dealing with a knee issue, and they expect him to play this week. However. Um, we'll have to pass a fitness test there. So, does yep. explain his scoring of late. Um, and it's just fucking typical.
0: Yeah. Okay. So back to who would make way. So, basically, looking at this team, Lucky Keith comes straight out. Like he's his VFL standard at best. Ryan Angwin comes straight out. So Lucky Daniel... Keith played forward, didn't he? Uh, no, he played in defence uh, more so. So you take Lucky Keith out. You take Ryan Angwin out, and then Daniel Lloyd's a bit hit and miss. So
1: Lucky Keith played sixty six percent forward half according to the Tustra tracker on the AFL app.
0: Yeah, he he switches around. Basically, he's just there to plug a hole. That's all. He's not going to be right. playing next week, and that would have also happened when they shifted Harry Himmelberg um, to play more defence. Ah, damn it! Now I've lost the lineup. Anyway, so you get rid of Lucky Keith, you get rid of Ryan Angwin, and then I'd probably say Daniel Lloyd. There's three straight up. You keep Callum Brown in because you can't drop a dude after he's just kicked three goals. But then Callum Brown is a bit hit and miss, so he might end up making way. There's four players. Right. I feel like Faye stays in there. Callum Ward moves to a half-forward role. So I, I, I'm I, going to stick by my Faye call. I reckon he's the best out of the three. And it's just that we'll... he
1: plays next
0: week. Yeah, he's got a really no, doesn't team play next week. Yeah, it's just shit. Shit timing. Anyway, defensive trade-ins. So we're going to focus on players that have had their buy to trade in. So to start off with, we've got Tom Stewart, 593K, 111 average, 25% ownership, 79% a break even. I, Why don't you have him? If you don't have him, get him in. That's as simple as that, Pato. Literally,
1: I don't know how he's only in 25% of teams. Um, Yeah, this is this is number one. He's not going to be under 600K at all for the rest of the year. So, yep, jump on him.
0: Yep, Jack Sinclair, 552K, 102 average, 19% ownership, 125 break uh, break even, he's got the three round average of 119. Paddo, if he's on that half back flank, you lock him in. Um, I feel like I feel like he could get that 125.
1: Yeah, against the Tigers, he certainly could. It's just it's a bit dependent on the Jack Steele situation, isn't it? Because if Jack Steele yeah. misses, Sinclair probably gets more CBAs. Correct. If they yeah. don't bring in a yeah. bite-tail type. Yeah,
0: but he's one to look out for this week or next week. Um and the other one, this this one, I was looking at during <laughs> during the week. Nasia Wang getting Malira, four um, sixty one k, eighty one average, one point seven percent ownership, forty nine break even. I I think it was the first two games he, he had were they against like um, his one hundred plus games were they against North Melbourne and West Coast from memory? Hey, Nasia Wang getting Melira, His first what two one hundred. So those first two, he had three scores over 100 in a row, but his first two, they, were they against Kangaroos? Giants. And Coast? Oh, Giants. Giants yeah. and Hawks. Giants and Hawks. Okay, so bottom bottom four teams, essentially. Um, and then this week he's come out and, well, last week he's come out and done it again. So he he looks good and he's taking – how many kick-ins is he taking?
1: He's getting the most. So I was just looking at that. They love the ball in his hands, by the way, Um so he had five kick-ins, which doesn't sound like much, but the next was Stocker and Sinclair, both with three.
0: Yeah.
1: So and he's Mason the Wood one random one. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I think it's probably a next-season play, not this season, um, and we just see how he finishes the year off. But if you're feeling a little bit risky, 461K, maybe you're, you're a bit broke, your cash gen's looking shit. House. Um he's already had his buy. I think you could probably do worse.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Midfielders, Pato. We're going rapid fire this week, everyone. Midfielders, Lockie Neal, 585K, 110 average, 35% ownership, and 115 break even. So he's got a three-round average of 117. But again, he likes to play at the Gabba. He's had how many How many more games has he got to go at the Gabba? So he's got round round 14 playing the Swans at the Gabba. Six then more. He's only got six more for the season. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a lot. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I know he had back-to-back he had back Gabba games, didn't he, in rounds 13 and 12? No. No, he didn't. No. Was it 12? No. Or is it?
1: So round 9 and 10 was at the Gabba, Essendon and Gold Coast, and then oh, Adelaide was at Adelaide Oval and Hawthorne was at the MCG. Ah, oh, there we go. But i look at their run home. So they've got the Saints at Marvel, which is a somewhat tough matchup, although they're not tagging. Uh, Melbourne at the MCG, obviously that's a tough game. Yeah. Um, They've got the the Suns at a, at Heritage Bank Stadium, which I wouldn't call a super tough matchup, especially considering it's just dropped 128 on them. Yep. Uh, Frio at Optus, which is somewhat of a tough game. However, he knows that stadium obviously pretty well, played a lot of footy there. Um, and Collingwood at Marvel, which is certainly no Collingwood at the MCG. So the run home isn't horrible. There's quite a few Gabba games there. And, yeah, and I three think of it's the next yeah, and I think five eighty five k. I think it's a really good price point. Um, I mean, he may get a little bit of attention this week, but the one that's been going nuts in that midfield is Josh Dunkley, and I, I think he's the one that you'd probably have to put a bit of attention to.
0: Yeah, probably. I agree. He's been ultra consistent this year, Dunks. But yeah, with the so the three out of four games at the Gabba in a um, in the next four, uh, I I don't mind it though that what was it, the Frio or Suns Frio, the two away games in a row. Um he does he likes playing the Suns anyway, doesn't he? Regardless. Hundred and six
1: average on his career.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I I don't mind it. I like it. And at a juicy price of five eighty five. He's under six hundred thousand. He's what lost a hundred K or some shit. Ninety one K from his
1: starting price.
0: Yeah, there you go. So yeah, don't mind it at all. Andy Brayshaw though, Pato. Five ninety-five k, one hundred and four average, nineteen percent owned, one hundred and eleven break-even. Got the three-round average of one twenty-three and a five-round average of one twenty-one. I feel dirty because yep. I keep calling him a flat-track bully, but he's again starting to perform.
1: I mean, he had one hundred and thirty-four against Geelong and one hundred and twenty-seven against Melbourne. So, yep. and one fourteen against Adelaide around four. So, I'm not sure how long that uh, that sticker is going to last on him. A um, couple of relatively easy matchups, or what I thought, in terms of midfields over the next two in the Giants and Essendon. Um, then they um, play the Dogs, which is obviously a pretty tough matchup. And then there's a couple of tough games in that run home, but it's Andy Brayshaw. Um, and Caleb Sarong reportedly left training early today, Dano, with a lower leg complaint.
0: Whether yeah. that's the ankle
1: that's been bothering him or whether that's a new injury, I guess we'll find out. But I, I can't help but feel like Brayshaw may sort of take over as the number one dude in that midfield again. And and Nat Fife, we're going to see as someone that is continually going to get um, more CBAs. We saw he actually turned the game in the third quarter against Richmond on the weekend and was a bit nervous that we'd see Vintage Fife, and it sort of dropped off again because he went back forward. But yeah, I think they'll keep playing around with that group. Um, they've obviously got Johnson as well, who they really like in the middle there. He's getting CBAs. So, look, I really like Brayshaw. I think I he's think a really good trade-in option. I think there's better value, um, mainly in Lockie Neal for 10K less, and I think Neal has the better scoring potential. But yeah. Brayshaw isn't a horrible option too.
0: Yeah. Caleb's wrong. You touched on his 602K, 114 average, 16% and 148 break-even. After that news, then he left the track early, This week, I feel like he's in a void, especially with the one thirty break even.
1: At 600K, you don't want to be trading into an injury. Um, Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to be trading into an injury of of someone of Jack Steele's fucking price, who's at 400 and something. So, yeah, you you wouldn't – or 511 is Jack Steele. So, you wouldn't want to be paying 600K for a guy that could pop out 80s and 90s while playing injured. So, I'd flick him off this list now, Dana.
0: Yep, yep. Paddy Dangerfield's a bit of an interesting one that you put on here, Paddo. 578K, 102 average, 1.7% ownership, 153 break even. Pretty risky play. Um, thoughts on this one?
1: This is one of those
0: outside of the box plays that'll uh,
1: cause you to go up the rankings, but could also cause you to go down. And Let's be real. If you're sitting at 5K um, and with a very similar team to everyone else, you're not going to go up the rankings by bringing in a Lockie Neal or an Indy Brayshaw like everyone else is. You're going to have to take some risks. And maybe Danefield is that risk. Um, I don't like it because of the, the age or the injury history, um, but that's just me. However, five-round average of 113 includes his injury affected 58, which was um, against the Crows. But, his scores from around three to seven were 103, 119, 118, 144, 124. So he was certainly scoring well. Um he's not cheap at five hundred and seventy-eight thousand, but we know his ceiling is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they um, play a bunch actually, of games in Geelong as well.
0: Yeah. We'll skip the rucks, although I just gotta say Briggs Daddy. Oh he started again. Fucking hell. Big Kieran Briggs. Um most informed ruck, I reckon, over the last four games. Anyway, <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, forwards, Jeremy Cameron, four forty-six k, ninety-eight average, thirteen percent owned, seventy-two break-even. Th- this is a price that I would pay for Jeremy Cameron, not the five hundred and eighty thousand that some people were paying when he was going fucking boon-o-nots. Um Cats pushing for finals. The only thing is, you got to expect poor performances with ridiculously good ones. So you got to expect. A sixty with your one seventy, essentially, Pato.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. The only caveat is he's got a really tough uh, run the next two weeks. So he's got Adelaide in Adelaide, and then Melbourne down in Geelong. So obviously not easy at all. Um, and the run home is actually fairly tough. However, there are a lot of games in Geelong.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and that that's six of their final games are down at the Cattery. So. Look, I think you could do worse. Um, and I, I agree with what you said. I wouldn't be paying up for something like this, but you got just gotta find the right value. And I think four forty six is a decent enough price to mitigate the risk. Um, it's not for me again, but it is for someone that doesn't mind a risk. But he's in thirteen percent of teams, which is strangely high. So mm,
0: yeah. Anyway, we move on. So we're going three budget dudes here, Pato. So the first one's Nat five. Fife is life, two seventy five K forty eight average. Ten percent owned, minus three uh, break even. We said ignore his fucking average last week, and he pumped out what ninety six, something like that. Yep. Yep. So he's that we're we're floating him as the ultimate floater between forward and defense bench, and the ultimate loop guy. So you can loop him on the field and whatnot. So I I still like it, uh, but there's also someone else that's a similar like twenty k more expensive that's actually going against my no-flogs policy, Paddo, um, that we'll talk about next. But what are your th- thoughts on Nat 5? We'll, we'll get to that.
1: Um, yeah, I think he changed the game when he went into that midfield, know um, in the third, and almost got them home. Um, I, I, I think the price is really good. He's already had his buy, and that's why I think he's a better option than the next two guys that we're going to talk about. Yep. Um, and it's Nat 5, but... With that Nat Five name, even at his peak, even at his Brownlow winning peak, he was missing games, and that was always the caveat. And I used to get sucked in every single year because Nat Five was my favourite non-Richmond player. Like I loved watching this guy play. He was just he's he is a superstar. Was a superstar, whatever you want to say. So yep. he always seemed to miss at least sort of three or four games a year, which was super frustrating um, having him. But I started him every year just because a bit of blind uh, blind loyalty there. But yeah. I'm bringing him in this week for Patrick Cripps, and he will end up being my F7.
0: Jesus. Big call, Pato. Big call. So he provides
1: cover for this week and next week, so it helps with the buys. And by the time I finish upgrading, so I've got some some nicely priced rookies, uh, which I can just wait a little bit on. So the likes of Will Phillips, the likes of obviously Bailey Humphrey, uh, Johnson, Ford, those sort of guys. So I've got enough cash there where I can go in Nat five um, and have him as a bench guy post-buys, and I'm also going to be targeting one or two of the next guys that we're going to talk about, but I'm going to be
0: waiting for after the buys. Uh, We've got 10 minutes remaining, Pato. so let's fly through this. Uh, probably won't be able to, but we'll try. Taryn Thomas, no flogs policy. 295K, 101 average, 2% owned, minus 29 break-even. Uh, low price, high potential, low break even. Has one game before his buy, and then yeah, I just can't. I just can't. What are your thoughts?
1: I so can't I'm going to reassess. I'm going to give it one more week, even though he will go up in price. Um, however, they've got three midfielders to possibly come back this week, and that's what worries me. So yeah. Luke, Luke Davis, Uniac, Hugh Greenwood, and. Jai Simpkin, are all tests for this weekend. So if they all come in, I can't see him getting the midfield minutes that he did last week.
0: Yeah, okay. Reassess then. Last one. Harry Himmelberg, 374K defender slash forward, 75 average, 1% owned, 26 break even. Kingsley came out and said that he loves it when Harry Himmelberg's running off the flank, Paddo, and he's distributing the ball off the flank. So I think hearing a coach say that straight out is probably a good sign that he will be playing in defense still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where he plays best. Sorry. Where he plays best. Correct.
1: Correct. We know he's a, a primo option playing that role. I'm just nervous of the other guys coming back. So coming and Taylor mainly, and I'm not sure what that does to his role. So look, I'm willing to again, give this one more week. I'll see what the role looks like this week. I'll cop the price rise Four hundred k. I'm still happy with that price. Um, it's really good being a defender forward as well. So it can give you that cover, especially if you're holding on to a shiesel. Um, It can be a nice little flick between forward and defense there. So I'm gonna give it one more week. See what the team looks like after round fifteen. So that round sixteen week, I'm planning on a few trades there. Yeah, and um, yeah, just reassess then.
0: Yep, cool. Uh, question time. So first one, we'll start with Scoby Bryant this week. Uh, so he says, rank these in order of uselessness. Ashtray on a motorbike, tits on a bull, yacht with multiple holes in it, Patrick Cripps. After coming to the conclusion, why is it Patrick Cripps? I, I reckon, yeah, Cripps has been shot. Yeah, I'd
1: much rather an ashtray on a motorbike and not even smoke. So, yeah, Patrick Cripps.
0: Yep. Agreed. Ian says, is it crazy considering Sicily to Himmelberg given his price would leave me with 500K in the bank to most likely make four trades next week to finish my team and cover the buy?
1: I reckon Sicily to uh, Baras. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs>
0: the only thing I think
1: is crazy about going Sicily to Himmelberg would be the fact that Himmelberg has the buy next week. However, uh, Lloydy did say that he can make four trades next week and cover the buy. So if you can cover next week, I don't think that's a crazy trade at all. Himmelberg D6 or probably D4 for most people if they're holding Day and Sheasle, uh isn't horrible at all. Uh, so I don't hate that trade at all.
0: Okay. And he's also said, one more if you don't mind, I currently sit second for total points in my cash league ranked just outside top 1,000. The bloke who sits first is 436 points clear and is ranked 43rd overall. He has Sinclair in his defense. What's the best POD to Sinclair to make up some ground? I if, feel we're like... talking, yeah.
1: if we're talking just defenders um, who have already played the bye, there ain't, there's fuck all.
0: There Messiah much. Wengaleen, Melira.
1: <laughs> I think that's too crazy. Um, but it just might I, work. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to suggest Luke Ryan because I've been so anti Luke Ryan all year, (laughs) but he's not at a horrible price. However, his scoring has plummeted since Frio changed the way they played and are playing a little bit more up tempo.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, And there's nothing else. There's absolutely nothing else. So unless you take the risk on a Mitch Duncan, but I hate that.
0: Mm, Ridley. Ridley's
1: got the buy this week, doesn't he? No, Uh, next week. That's yucky.
0: Yeah.
1: And Jake Lloyd, like, coming off a game where he played wing, um, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, Pato, Callum I- Wilkie I don't hate, but that's yep. risky as well.
0: Let's power through these last four minutes and 54 seconds. Okay. Jason says, if you had to pick two cheaper options to have as cover on the bench, if needed, who would they be? He already has five.
1: As bench cover? Uh, I don't mind Elliot Yo, even though he's on the bye this week. Yeah. Keep Bailey we- Humphrey bench cover uh, i mean the money from him probably helps um i don't mind is it matheson no not matheson. um dev robertson Ugh. but his job security is very questionable yeah
0: oh baden says do we dare be burnt by taron thomas this week even with the bad buy also thoughts on josh Worrell as a cash cow next week um i'm avoiding taron thomas um and pat said to wait a week josh yeah, Worrell is a um, cash cow quickly
1: it was an interesting one? Um, scores of 182, 182. So that's two separate scores. Um, I don't hate it, but the price is shocking at 328. So no, I'd prefer a Yelly, Elliot Yo, honestly.
0: Yep. Okay. So let's try and power through this. So we're not called the Super Coach Co Captains for nothing every week. We give you guys VC and C options to set your team apart for the rest. So to start with, we've got Thursday, uh, Adelaide Oval, Port Adelaide versus Geelong. Who you got in this one, Pato? I'm saying Butters Rosie, the usual suspects.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say no one. I don't like anyone in this game.
0: Fair enough. Okay, Friday at the Gabba, Brisbane versus Sydney Swans. Josh Dunkley.
1: Yeah, Dunkley's form is ridiculous. So you'd be silly not to VC him. I think.
0: Yeah. Um. Lucky Neil, if you're feeling lively at the Gabba, yeah, he loves the Gabba, it there. Yep. yep. Saturday, GWS versus Fremantle at Giants Stadium. Briggs. Oh, to be, Sean. <laughs> Sean Darcy's not playing. So to be no. honest. I, you know fucking what? I'm going to VC the motherfucker. No,
1: there is, some, there is someone working for Freo that can go around the ground with him. So Luke Jackson's yeah, too yeah. good. So probably not. Honestly, that was a bit of a joke.
0: <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. Brayshaw, right, right uh, sure I don't mind. Yeah, Brayshaw. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll keep moving on. Two minutes, 32 seconds. Sweet. Richmond versus St. Kilda at the MCG. Sinclair. Toronto. Taranto. Taranto. Yep. Fucking Taranto's on fucking heat, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyone else? 51st
1: best player in the comp. Anyone else? No. Nah. Maybe a Rowan Marshall, but I, I get nervous because Nank's not in the ground.
0: Yeah, okay. Um. Sunday, Carlton versus Gold Coast Suns. Like a little bit of Noah Anderson or Matty Rowell in this one. Jared Witt should destroy De Koning. Oh, fuck yeah, he should. Yep. I just don't like Carlton in general in this one. Hewitt no. might be back, but um, about it there.
1: Yeah, but as long as they're playing their best midfielder in the forward line, then um, that's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. And finally, North Melbourne versus Western Bulldogs at Marvel Stadium. you got the Bont. Um, fuck, you could even do Liber if you wanted to. Yeah, Bont, Liber, English, Bailey, oh, just... Dale. Fuck. Uh,
1: yeah, you name it. Anyone that plays for the Dogs, really, that you might own.
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paddo, what's your it's Twitter Caleb handle? Caleb Daniel. Uh, oh, it's yeah. at P-A-T-T-T-O-S-C-C. Forgot about Caleb Daniel. He's fucking on a tear. Anyway, mine is at C. So from us, at the Supercoach Co Captains, I'm Dano. And I'm Paddo. And this is us signing. The fuck off. <laughs> You're just randomly eating the microphone then. Oh, <laughs>